Hey, goodbye night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing on an emotional level, on a physical level, you know, making lists, checking them twice, you know, go, you, changing routine, you know, this, the, tis the season, you know, routines are changing, seasons are changing, you know, maybe people are making, whatever it is, it could be anything, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Did I say I'm going to create a safe place? Yeah, where you can take your mind off of stuff. Uh, I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones, pauses and meanders, and turn, you know, I'm going to turn this story, I'm going to, you know, me- pointless meanders. I guess that's a thing I do. I'm going to use some thingamabobs and some whatsums. I forget what song, thingamabobs? I think that's from that, uh, but I don't want to get any songs stuck in anybody's heads. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, here's what it is. I'm your, I'm your boyfriend, and the reason I do this podcast, I try to say it every few, few, every few episodes, is because I've been there in the deep, dark night. I've been there lying there, sleepless, uh, Best case scenario, staring at the ceiling, but most of the time, tossing and turning, debating, get out of bed, stay in bed, why can't it listen, you know. And I don't want to put any thoughts on anybody's head, but you, if, if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. And for me, one of the things that really helped was listening to the radio. It took my mind off of stuff. Or, you know, even now, sometimes I'll tell my, you know, I'll I'll do some pre pre dreaming pre like day daydreaming day in bed you know. Uh, but I came up with this podcast because I was curious. Jesus, do do other people want that? Because I always was like, man, it'd be nice to have somebody just sit there and say, hey, let me tell you a story. Let me take your mind off stuff. That's kind of what the Doctor Demento radio show and Weird Al. And all the other comedians on that show, musical comedians, did for me. I mean, they didn't know me, uh, but they said, Jesus, let me just sit here in your bed and we'll do some silly songs and some funny stuff. And I was always curious, Jesus, why, why, why can't we do more of that? Or why isn't that out there? And I said, well, let me see if this will work. Let me see if anybody else would want somebody to sit there at the foot of their bed. In this case, you know, somewhat imaginary, which is kind of better because, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to deal with me. So it's kind of the idea of the podcast. I'm going to come in, I'm going to sit at the foot of your bed here, and I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm your boyfriend. Now, the thing is, you know, I'm a rambler, and most of this podcast is just kind of me being, you know, a little bit nicer version of myself, I guess, the best intention version of myself, because they tend to just ramble. I say, well, it's just, uh, what about that? Uh, I try to think of just suddenly, of course, my mind. What is that? Why, why did my mind? My, why do mind minds go blank as soon as you get? You know, you say, "Well, what, what, what am I thinking of?" And then your brain's like, "Nothing." And then you say, "Oh boy, what's well, right at the right moment? You, you're funny. You're hilarious." You say, 
You think I have like a one of those comedy old comedy do like Laurel and Hardy brain, or who's a modern? I don't know. But anyway, I wanted to try to help you fall asleep or keep you company if you can't fall asleep. And that's kind of the the summary of the podcast, the shortest version of the podcast I think I've ever summarized. Uh, which some you know say, well, if an efficiency expert could have summarized it uh, four or five minutes ago. I say, well, you're right, correct. Uh, but this podcast isn't about being efficient or being direct or even being effective. One, one thing I've got down is ineffectiveness. But I say, Jesus, there's no pressure on you to fall asleep. There's no pressure on you to, to listen, though, either, to remember or to feel like you owe me anything. I say, Jesus, if I needed your help, I asked for it at the beginning of the show. And whatever, you'll do it or not. But, but after this, it's like you just kick back and listen. There's no pressure for you. Uh, to do anything or to remember anything, or to say, say well, will, will I let Scoots down? And they say, no, no, like, uh, like uh, that's that's my job here. This this is you say some people like I've talked about. It's like, well, I guess finally my ineffectiveness is effective. It's par- paradoxical. You say, actually, that's not paradoxical. That's and I say, okay, thank you, thank you. I mean, I know there's multiple paradoxes at work with this podcast, uh, but if they, you know, clearly if there were, I got some sort of part of my brain right now that's like a paradox critic. It's like you're not using paradox. I say, okay. I say, well, it's just that was my moment in the sun. You just stole it away from me. So I don't know if that happens to you at bedtime. You get critical. You say, well, you really blew it at the big meeting today when you used paradox and box in the same sentence. You say we got ourselves a bag of a few a few boxes of paradox. That was totally incorrect. And, and you say, well, gee, I'm just trying to go to bed. You know, I thought that was funny. It came in my head, and, and you, you've been lately. You've been on my case for being too quiet at meetings. And they said paradox in a box. And uh, you know, I said I thought it was good. And you say, no, it wasn't good. I say, okay, okay, well, I'm just going to go to bed now. Well, no, no, you can't go to bed because you got to think about that for more. Also remember, and I honestly found, especially over the last couple of weeks, I've had a couple of things happen where my brain was convinced or those parts of me were convinced that this is the this is the truth. These are the facts. And it was not good news. It said, these are the facts about you. Or these are the facts about how you're handling this or this, and it's not going well. And it, that part of you says, you know, I'm just trying to be helpful and give you the, just trying to tell you the truth. It just went bad. What can I tell you, you know? And even though part of me was like, are you sure you have all the information? Because I don't know if this is an accurate version of what really. And they say, well, you know, what can you do? You're just, you're just, you're just ineffective. Let's just use that because that's a soft word right now. You say, well, I'm not sure you're correct. I don't know. Well, see, and then part of me, and I don't know if anybody can relate to this, and it's, it's a, I don't know if sad's the right word. I think this is just part of being human. Part of me buys into it. I say, well, maybe you're right. Uh, and then I say, yeah, like I said, I wish it wasn't true, but but it is. And I say, I'm sorry. You say, well, I, I, I don't know if, I don't know if I believe you, but part of me does. And now, and then you start to feel like the, that's the thing at bedtime and during the day. But at bedtime, it, it feels like those parts you can really hook you and, and get your attention. And then it's like, uh, 
And it just starts this this circle, you know, where you're running around like a hamster on a wheel. When you really just be like, you know, could could, could you could you instead maybe just pat me on the back and, and tell me a bedtime story? I said, well, no, no, I'm just I'm just here. My only function in in your uh, is to shame you about misusing paradox. I think your internal back patter is uh, hasn't been hasn't evolved yet. And so I guess I kind of evolved it for you. I say, I'll be here, you know, virtually. You don't even have to worry about the backpatting. I wish I could do that if that was what you could use. Or like, you know, a gentle rub. I mean, I guess my voice, uh, I hope my creaky dulcets can do that for you. Or maybe just pat the side of your bed or pat your head. And that can be a little demeaning, though. Or, you know, pat your shoulder, because you deserve it. If you're tired and, and you've been through it, or you've had a long day, or you've had a change in your routine, uh, I'm sorry. To be, and, uh, you know, uh, as I've slowly been taught by the listeners of this podcast, kind of what the meaning of compassion and empathy and empathy, uh, uh, empathy and empathy, I, I I I have that for you. I think I, I've, I've developed those kind of feelings, and so it's really my my pleasure if this podcast can help you fall asleep, if it can help you take your mind off of that. Usually, it's a little more silly these intros, but believe me, it'll get silly within a few seconds. So, so tonight's episode, what we're gonna do is uh, it's a three parter based on uh, Metastas News and Breaking Bad. Metastas News is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And it's kind of a shot for shot remake. So what I do every week is I watch that show. It's in Spanish. I watch it without the subtitles. Then I watch the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. Then I watch Metastas News again uh, with the Spanish subtitles uh, on. In the first two times I watch it, I just take a ton of notes. And then the third time I watch it, I just take, write down Spanish words. So our first segment here, I'll make up a story kind of based on the Spanish words I wrote down and what they mean. And it, originally I was like, oh, would I learn any Spanish? Turns out, mm, anyway, but it is like a good, it gives me a random way to make up a strange story, bedtime story that's kind of detached from reality. And it's not to make fun of Spanish or anything like that. My pronunciation is not good. Then I'll have another segment where I talk about what happened on Metastas News and then a Breaking Bad version, like a episode recap. All those will be sanitized, you know, for bedtime. And I'll include my own, you know, what's up with those collars? You know, why? uh... So I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm glad you're here. And, uh, you know, I make this podcast either to put you to sleep, uh, create an environment where you feel safe, safe place. I send my voice here across the deep, dark night to keep you company, but you don't have to pay attention. So you, just, you can kind of listen and then drift off. But for some reason, you can't sleep. I'll be here. I'll, I'll be trying to, you know, keep it light, lighthearted and goofy and, you know, somewhat engaging. So if you're stuck in, in kidding, fall asleep like I couldn't back when I was listening to Dr. Demento, you say, well, geez, this isn't half bad. You know, this is kind of like a, it's kind of like a sanity bath. Like you say, well, you know, but you say, I don't know why I said that, but, but, but like you're, uh, 
like here's the one here's the one I, you're saying well scoots is a he's bathed himself of his sanity say well whatever that means you got me So I'm glad you're here. If you're skeptical or this is your first few times to, to, to test out the podcast, I realize the show's not for everybody, but I hope it helps you out. You know, with the, like give it a few tries and see if it works or see if it uh, you can relate to it. If it doesn't work, you know, I hope you can find something else to help you out. You can always email me and maybe I uh, think of something with you. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate your time, and I really hope I, I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? All right, hey, you all like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. You know, brush your teeth, floss, uh... All that other stuff. You could press play and then do that. But the water, you know, it might not, I guess it doesn't matter if you hear me. I mean, you just hear me through the water. Uh, but get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'll be there. And what, what I'm going to try to do, I guess I messed up. Get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. That's what I'm supposed to say. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking stuff, feeling stuff, physical stuff, external annoying neighbor stuff, non-annoying, you know, happy neighbors, which is just as annoying, you know, stupid mechanical stuff. You know, we can we can use that word with mechanical stuff because just the mechanical part doesn't have feelings. So you say, says the clock. And then the clock will get me back. I'll just keep tick, 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 and let, let right along. But what I'm going to do is, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones. Probably won't have much of a point, and I won't know how, where I'm going and or how I'm going to get there. And then when I get there, I'll just shrug my shoulder. I guess, I guess we're here. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that, but... Uh, you know, like meandering, I guess that's what I say. Twisted, not twists and turns, but, you know, slow bends. And what, what, I'm totally blanking. Like, it's a total blanking. That could be something that could, usually I just, I'll just pause, though, if I'm totally blank. Uh, but a lot of times I'll just pause anyway. But, but what I'm going to do is, uh, I think I said, that, the safe places to take your mind off stuff. So I'm going to talk here. Uh, first, I'm going to do this intro. I'm going to attempt to salvage this and make it like a mis- misappropriate. I may, I may misappropriate some metaphors here and, of course, misuse them. But uh, with podcasts, the whole idea of the podcast is if if whatever it is that's keeping you up, uh, I'm preferable to that. ACP, that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, uh, oh boy, it's a big dreams. I'd rather be preferable than all the stuff keeping you up at night. But really, it is when you think about it because it's a, well, geez, that's kind of like, I guess I'm like in the arena of like a stepping stool, an umbrella. Uh, definitely doormat. Holy, do- I mean, you, you you try living life without a doormat. Good luck with that. You get you better have two mops and freaking one of those real mop buckets. 
And some people would say, you know, doormats, unappreciated. And you say, is this the metaphor part, Scoots? And I say, not that kind of metaphor. No, no, no. It's not about my emotional self-worth. Believe me. It, wait a second. Hold on. I need a pause here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, uh, was now I, I pause too much. I see, but I was going to say, you know, uh, the, 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 what is the, is it the glitterati, the chattering class, as Craig, Craig Mason likes to say, and script notes. Script notes, one of my favorite podcasts. Hopefully, John's doing well in France, but, uh, France. But, like, the chattering class might say, oh, doormats are unappreciated, or doormats feel unappreciated. I'd say, probably not, because they're, like, they think a doormat would just be like, I'm doing a damn good job here. Because uh, the doormat, especially if you have a position, to, you know, outside your door, especially one of those brushy ones, they're always working. When you really kind of like they're they're not that much different than a dog. If you'll hear me out, or me on this podcast, and, and this is a positive. Don't don't. There's so many negative doormat metaphors. These door to, to quote Mikey or whoever said it. You know, I'm I'm taking these doormat. I'm taking. I guess that doesn't work. Just to to quote, uh, you know, they took it from the Beatles. We're taking it back, or whatever they say. The doormat, doormat, respect. I'm gonna deem de doormat the doormats be by doormatting them. So okay, if you're new here, well, boy, we're in it now. But like, stick with me. Like, doormat is its jobs to wipe off your feet, right? Is is there any other? And if you walk over the doormat, it's wiping your feet off. Now, it's not at its most efficient. And I'm sure the doormat says, well, if that's all you're going to do, you know, you're still going to track a bunch of crap in your house. But then if you wipe your feet on the doormat, it's it's effective. To, it's even more effective. And if you really, if you do a double, you could have a double doormat. You know, maybe you live in, uh, or in my case, I have another mat that was like another emotional thing. I said, you know what's gonna, you know what's gonna pick up my self-esteem? Get a mat for a, you know, I haven't mopped my floor because I don't have the the rigor, emotional rigor for that. But if I get a little another mat in front of the door, you know that'll 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 fix everything. You know, holy cow, my problems are gonna go away instantly. But if you think about it, doormat down there, it's like, well, don't worry, because I got I got this end handled down here. You, all you got to do is wipe your feet, and, and you know I can work double time. Uh, but but you know, for all the misused things, the doormat's just down there doing its job. And, and I think because of the, the doormat design, there's a nice alliteration, you know, doormat designer. Yeah, my name's Claude. No, I just want to say Claude Doormat. Yeah, I'm the man who rescued the uh, doormat metaphor, doormat metaphor designer. No, that doesn't work. But I guess a, in a, an umbrella is not that different. Like an umbrella just lies around till you need, till you forget it, or you bend it, of course. Or how many amends do I have to make if lost to other people's umbrellas that I've lost? But uh, you know, then you open it, you keep the rain out, and then you close it up. And I'm sure, yeah, we could we could do a, a Disney esque movie about these things and how. But but you see, maybe they they're just they're serving their purpose. Well, that's what makes them happy. You know, hopefully they go into some hibernation, or like the doormat just lies there like a dog with its chin on the concrete. In my case, just saying, hmm, when when when's he going to come home and wipe his feet? Him, he can't wait. 
And then I go inside and says, I wonder if he's going to come out and wipe his feet on me again. Can't wait for that. Is he, is he coming out? Is he coming? Oh, no. Oh, he is coming back out. He's, oh, he did wipe his feet. Oh, is he going back in? I wonder if he's going to come out and wipe his feet on me again. Can't wait for that. And then after like four or five seconds, the doormat says, it just sits there and goes back into dor- dormation or doormat Oh, it goes dormant. Holy mezo. Whoa, thank you, uh, Story Swamp, for providing that one. And it's also another book I could write, The Dormant Doormat, uh, Gingerbread Press. Uh, twenty-two. I think that one, let's go with the idea release on that. 2013, that already went by. 2023 seems a little bit, because it seems like a thin tome. The Dormant Doormat. It's a hard one to say, but it's a, I mean, it seems like it writes itself. I mean, so I guess what I'm saying is just because this pack, just because you don't have to listen to me, just because you don't, ha- you don't, and by the way, if you're new, you don't have to listen to me. You just kind of listen. You don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to be impressed, you know, clearly. Uh, you're under no obligation. You could you could smile or guffaw, you know, not guffaw, but whatever I was trying to figure out the right word for that. We say, <laughs> like that. Like, but not in a degrading way. I just said it in a degrading way. We say, because I don't have the ability to, but, but you know what I mean. In, uh, you don't have to fall asleep either. Like, I'll be here for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Tonight we're going to talk about uh, Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So what I'll do up here first, I'll do some housekeeping. Then I'll uh, I'll talk about, like, what I do is I watch Metastasus once uh, with no subtitles, just in Spanish. I don't speak any Spanish, or barely. And it's a shot, for, shot remake of Breaking Bad. So then I watch Breaking Bad. Then I rewatch Metastas News with the subtitles on, the Spanish ones. I write down Spanish words. Then I look them up, or Google looks them up for me. If, 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 if and then I make a story about that. That's the first thing. Don't worry, I'm not making fun of Spanish. Only fool here is me. Uh, then I'll run through the episode of Metastas News and I'll say, "Huh, well, that was interesting. You know, plaid shirt with uh, striped pants. I think I did that in grammar school every day. It was plaid pants and a striped shirt. In my case, elastic waistband." So I'll do something like that, but I'll also talk about the plot obliquely. Then I'll go through the Breaking Bad episode. Believe me, it'll be uh, it'll be like a freaking Sunday school version of it. I mean, well, not really, but it won't have any of the real stuff from Breaking Bad. I mean, it'll be the real recap of the episode, but vanilla. You say, don't bring me to a Sunday school. If you ever want to be welcomed back there again, they say, wait, you're the... Or you know what would happen is they'd be like, oh, you brought cookies. They'd be like, yes, I did. And then they, then I just a few minutes would go by. So I told that story about my, how my grandmother, like when it sinks in, that's when they get extra angry, when they realize, oh, wait, you're a nice young man. And then they say, oh, wait a second. After eight minutes, I listened to your, you know. Anyway, it's not about me. It's about you. You're putting you to sleep with my rambles. So the whole idea, and let me ask you a question, did I take your mind off of stuff while you were listening? And I can understand I drive some people nuts. Podcast doesn't work for everybody. But hey, were you thinking about all that stuff that was keeping you awake? Uh, that's my job here. So just just uh, 
I mean, I put a lot of effort into this show. It's, it, the whole idea of the show is that it sounds effortless. Uh, like I'm just sitting there telling you a story and rambling in, and, and that's, uh, I guess I don't know why I just told you that was a bunch of work, but, uh, I guess I want you to know that just because it's how seriously I take it. Cause, cause the main reason I make this show is that I've been there lying there and it sucks. And this is the best thing I can do to help you. And, and it's an honest thing. Cause it's like, I barely know what the hell I'm doing. But I've been doing it for 400-something episodes. It seems to work for some people. doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. And I appreciate you trying it out if you're new. It, it takes some skepticism to say, what the heck? And then you say, was he talking, does he write books about doormats? Is that his market? And I say, maybe, maybe that's how I'm going to make money. Doormat, doormat, doormat fiction. And you say, oh, well, that sounds a little passe nowadays. No, 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 it's not that kind of door. It's about doormats. Like a children's book? No, but that could be that could be a secondary market for me. It's called The Dormant Doormat. It's about a doormat that goes dormant. Hello. So anyway, anyway I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks for stopping by. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, hey, you going like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you up, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling... Uh, physical sensations, emotional turbulence, outside noises, changes, whatever it is, uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. So the safe place is that, Jesus, whatever, you know, you could just leave it at, uh, leave it wherever, throw it wherever you want. It's a safe place, you throw it where you want it. Uh, it's imaginary anyway. Uh, I guess like you could, you could hang, you know, say, would you want to drop your burdens or would you want to hang your burdens? Toss your burdens? You know, burden me. You know, you could. I'm a beast of burden, a beast of boring burden. So you could throw it on me. Uh, roll, roll your burdens. You know, did I say toss? Uh, eject. We could, we'll have a special eject thing. Uh, trebuchet. You know, you could trebuchet your burdens into uh, a swamp, the story swamp. You could also catapult them, launch them. We'll have a launcher. Whatever it is, I'm, like, I'm going to try to take your mind off of what's keeping you up. And uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. Uh, so, some say, some say creaky, dulcet tones. Some say extremely annoying tones. Uh, but, you know, see, these are nice enough, right? Because uh, you don't really have to listen to me too closely. Because uh, what I'm going to do is I, I'm going to try to distract you, take your mind off what's keeping you awake. But uh, I'm going to go on some, you know, bends and turns. I'm going to go slow, pause, you know, real system. Hmm, what, is it? what was I going to say next? No idea. So what am I going to say now? I'm not sure yet. Uh, with the uh, structure of this episode tonight, it's a metastasis news episode. So what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, I'll talk, do this intro for a while. 
Then what I do every week is I watch uh, Metastas News, which is the Colombian remake of Breaking Bad. I watch that once. It's in Spanish. I don't have the subtitles. I don't speak Spanish, but I take a ton of notes. Then I watch the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. I take a ton of notes. Then I rewatch the the Colombian version with Spanish subtitles. I write down some Spanish words. So the first segment, I'll make up a little story based on the Spanish words I tried to learn. If you're a stickler for pronunciation in English or Spanish, you'd say, geez, what's wrong with this guy? And they say, well, just being myself. So and I told like uh, some of it's uh, some of it's in progress of uh, just being my, just being myself. Believe me, I got like five or six hundred people in my brain that say that to me. What's wrong with you? I say, what do you mean? Like, I was just going to go to bed. Then they say, well, yeah, that's uh, that's my question. You know, so uh, so don't worry about those kind of questions. I, I can take them. And if you do have that feeling like, oh, what's wrong with this guy? Don't worry about it. Just being myself. Just doing the best job I can. I, uh, like, this is what I'm good at, it turns out. But, but what we, so I'm going to make a Spanish story based on the Spanish words I learned. Then I'll talk about the Metastas News episode. Then I'll talk about a sanitized version of Breaking Bad. It'd be, it'd be about an hour, hour and 15 minutes here. You don't need to, like, you can just kick back and kind of let me uh, bounce off your old eardrums. Uh, you don't really need to pay attention. or rem- if, if I need you to remember something I asked you at the beginning of the show, that way you say, okay, I don't do, you, you know, you don't need to remember, you're off the hook now. And, uh, like, but, but let's say you can't sleep or let's say you're having a tough time. I'll be here the whole time. So I'll be here till the end, giving it my all. So some people do listen to that because, because they, they're really tough insomnia. Or, you know, it's just that one night when you can't fall asleep or you can't figure it out. But, but that's why I do the show because I've been there every Sunday night before grammar school. I don't think I stood a chance to, like, I would fall asleep, like, once it became, like, I think they call that pseudo-insomnia, where you're like, was I up the whole night or did I pass out at some point? Uh, but, you know, the, most of the time, like, Sunday nights, I couldn't sleep, so I listened to this radio show called Dr. Demento and Weird Al, they play, like, songs and jokes and stuff like that. And he just like listening to it because I felt like something I was, it was nine o'clock at night. I wasn't supposed to be doing anything except sleeping. So it kind of felt a little bit like, you know, whatever. I wasn't supposed to be doing it and it was funny and it distracted me and, and, and I didn't really fall asleep, but, uh, it gave me something else to think about. And that's what I hope I can do for you in some way. And we use the term bore friend around here uh, because it's like, I mean, I guess this podcast in some sense really is uh, a digital service is, is what I'm going for. It's just like I'm going to be there, uh, like sitting at the foot of your bed or, or, you know, in a chair on the other side of the room. You know, you could picture me however you want. I could be dressed like, a uh, what's his name? Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens. I could be d- dapper. In one of those suits uh, and stuff like that. I don't know, like, I don't know if I could put, like, digitally I can pull that off. No problem. 
you know, actually, I don't think I can, like, but, you know, I'll be there. Like, the, the other day I had to do a interview, right? And I know maybe the person that I did the interview with is listening. But it was, like, with some software, and I was trying to figure out how the software, and I was supposed to be on the call at a certain time, and I wanted to be on time. But I'll be honest with you, I just do like I still I don't like wearing a shirt when I'm at my house. So in general, I don't like wearing a shirt. And so I called this gentleman up and because I thought I said it, I figured it would be like a setting screen or a login screen. And boom, pops up on my laptop uh, camera there. This is this is this guy. Uh, great guy. I don't want to say his name because I want and there I am. No shirt on. And I said, what is this? I said, oh boy. Hey. And I tried to play it off, but there was no playing it off. I said, oh, excuse me. I said, so, uh, it probably won't be, but you could picture me in a Mark Twain suit. Because uh, that's a good thing about digital. Like, I got a shirt on. And actually, I have a shirt on when I'm recording. Uh, just because, because uh, I don't know why I do that. Because it's, it's a little cold in this uh, this back of this tiny closet that I record in uh, sometimes. But uh, so yeah, it's a digital service in some sense. Like I'm there telling you a story, but you're you're not obligated. That's the thing. If someone else came and told you a story, either you'd feel like, well, are they going to be looking at me, or when are, are they just going to leave when they're done with the story? But I I don't want them to leave till I'm asleep. I also don't want them to see, you know, that all my clothes are on the couch. Or what if they don't pick up it, you know, you know, but, but, but for me, there's no obligation. I'm not really there. And, you know, a lot of times if you have somebody, you know, like, let's say you're in a new, let's say you're in the new, newer part of a relationship and not the newest part. Uh, but you're still in that phase and they say, well, you, you tell me a story tonight and you feel obligated. I'll tell you a story tomorrow. For me, you don't got it. You don't got it. If, if I need you to do something, I ask you at the top of the show and you can either do it or not. But now you don't know me enough. And you say, well, I don't got to tell Scoots a story. I don't got to say goodnight to, to, to Scoots, any of that stuff. Uh, so. And you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I think that's one of the things that some people, like, like I'll be here the whole time, and I'll be doing my best the whole time uh, to be somewhat entertaining or mildly amusing, uh, uh, you know, like uh, you should, uh, mild, yeah, mild is the term. Uh, that's that's the, that's the uh, hitting the nail on the head. Limited vocabulary. I've had, I've had a few words. I know a few. Uh, but that's it. Like, uh, if you're new here, like sometimes these intros are a little bit silly or silly. Some, this one's pretty straightforward. I don't know. I, I get it, another distracting thing. For some reason, I can't, I'm picturing like, I don't know. Sometimes I get distracted in the podcast. It's not good for the podcast. I'm like picturing going for a walk somewhere and my mind won't shut up about it. I say, well, listen, I'm trying to do, and my brain's like, was that on the beach somewhere? Were we going to get something to eat? And I'm like, yo, yo, I'm trying to do a podcast intro. I don't know why you keep showing me these pictures. Would you think that was in Northern California or Southern California? And I say, do you know I'm in the middle of a podcast? This is what's been happening for the last four minutes. You know I'm in the middle of a podcast intro? 
And I said, who were we with uh, when we were there? What, did we, I can picture, can you picture that? And I say, you, I'm in the middle of a podcast. Can, 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 can you excuse me? And that kind of happens to me at bedtime, too. You say, what are you talking about, restaurant? I'm trying to go to bed. They say, well, oh, no, I was talking about the restaurant. You embarrass, you know, and they say, oh, great. Another embarrassing, shameful moment. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I try to intervene on your behalf. Digital service, you could call it that. Uh, your boyfriend, I come by, and I'll ramble here. I'll ramble for, you know, to, till... Uh, Till to, to ideally you're, you're off in dreamland. And, and you could set the sleep timer for uh, 45 minutes or an hour when you start these. Uh, if you're new here, uh, yeah, it's a podcast a little bit different, uh, but I, you know, I, I hope it works for it. It doesn't work for everybody. I get on some people's nerves. But you give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, totally sensible. It's like, wait, this grown person's going to tell me a bedtime story. And see, in, in a way, I will. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what we do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, while you're listening on a podcast, touching your fingers, which I'm doing now. Uh, so listing, finger touching in a list of format, uh, physical sensations, outside noises, changes in routine. Uh, big, big stuff or just something that happened at lunch today, whatever it is, uh, you know, it's, it's real. It's affecting your sleep. And, and, and so the safe place is that uh, you can set that aside. I'm going to try to distract you from that. And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Or in the case of uh, shift workers or, you know, third shift and night shift workers, you know, across the deep, dark day. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones, prose overload, which is now not patented or trademarked, but should be. You know, word smushing, word mushing, word, word, you know, overlapping words. I think that's what we decided word smushing was called. Over, you see, is he, is he, does he do story slams? And they say he doesn't, yeah, that's what he calls them, story slams. Yeah, we do some story slams here. But, you know, like a slam's probably the worst possible word to use in a sleep podcast. So we call them story slams. Story slobs. Uh, yeah, it's, he doesn't do story slams. Those are actually called poetry slams, by the way, Scooter. Why the heck don't they have story slams? You know, I'm going to drop in in this cafe. I'm going to slam story down. And then I'm going to, you know, like, isn't that good? Okay, you don't get how poetry slam works, do you? Well, if you can slam a st- poetry, why can't you slam a story? Actually, you couldn't even say slam a poetry, so there you go. Okay, anyway, I'm going to get back to my story slobbing. A bit like dro- you know, a bit like a story drool. I, I, I don't actually do much drooling in my, well, in the night, sometimes I guess I do. 
I'm not much of a drooler, though, just just in case. But, but you know, like uh, metaphysical drooling, I do a lot of that for sure. And probably, you know, if you know, if my mouth's full of too many words, there's some drool, you know, stumbling out of my mouth, the letters and stuff mostly. So that's when, if you do 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 any recaps of this podcast, and you say, "Is he stuttering? Is he mumbling?" And I say, "No, no, no, it's word word slobber. I've got, you know, I need a bib. I need a word bib." And you say, okay, so you may, so let's sit down. I say, thanks, Charlie. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so you started a podcast to put people to sleep because you thought adults needed bedtime stories. Check, check. I thought adults could use a bedtime story, you know, a little story to help them fall asleep. Now tell us about what you're wearing. Well, this is a word bib, Charlie. Thanks for asking because this is actually what I'm here to talk about, not my podcast, uh, I'm here to talk about word bibs for adults. I'm sorry, did you, you did you say word bib? Well, I started to say word bib, Charlie, but a little bit came out of my mouth and ran down my bib. And later, you know, because I've seen the future, by the way, Charlie, during the great letter shortage that's coming, uh, caused by the culling of the mowers. Uh, did you say culling of the mowers? Well, I tried to say culling of the mowers. You're right, Charlie. Charlie, I think you need a word bib. You see, well, I just think it's a little bit degree word bib, but just doesn't. And I say, well, one day, see, don't worry, Charlie. Though the doubters will be the ones without enough letters to do anything. And he said, okay, tell me more about this calling of the mowers. I say, no, no, Charlie, I'm here to talk about word bibs. But just say it with me, word bib. Doesn't that make you want to buy one? Okay, Scooter. I thought we were we booked you to talk about Sleep with Me podcast. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to do me any good. The word bibs, the actual marketable product, Charlie. Word bibs, uh, one for fifteen ninety nine, two for twenty. Get a word bib for yourself and someone you love. Word bibs. Uh, do you have a website set up for these? No, I don't. Not yet, Charlie. It's a, it's. A, th- do you think I should do a Kickstarter for word bibs? Okay, could you tell us, what does a word bib do? And then we can we move on from the word bibs? Well, Charlie, word bib catches letters, sometimes words. It's actually, you're right, Charlie, you got me. It's deceptive. It's really a letter bib for the most part. Sentence fragments, it catches sen- sentence fragments, but you got to clean it out. And believe it or not, excuse me, Charlie, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. So, so, so awkward. Could you, could you wear this word bib for a little while? Did you say word bib? No, I said word bib. And then someone got into my, even parts of words, you parts of letters. You say, was that half, is that half a B in there? And I know you're having trouble. Remember when you used to have that alphabet serial, Charlie? What was it called? I'm not sure what you're talking about. I think it was like frosted letters, but that's not what it was called. It was like uh, letters, and sometimes there'd be those great marshmallows in there, it, like Lucky Charms. That there's other stuff in there, but this just had the letters with frost. I think they were coasted and coasted, <laughs> covered in. Fr- Excuse me, Charlie. I got to get back to this intro. Now I'm talking about kids cereal, and I'm just here to sell some word bibs. But I'll be back. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry, especially if you're new here. Whoa, boy. You just fell right into the, like, so, but that, that's just something that happens. This podcast, words, 
you know, they get, they, they get re, it's their bedtime words. You know, you got your daytime sentences, you get power verbs. I think that's the thing. Soft power. You got people that say, you got your adjective lovers and your adverb. They say, you can't use any adjective. I don't know which, whichever one they say, that's weak sentence. You know, don't use those. And then you got your, you know, you got that freaking the patriarchy of gerunds. I think that's related to patriarchy. Now, don't quote me on that. Could be ageism and gerunds. You're probably right. You're right about that. But over on this podcast, when it becomes nighttime, your words, you know, they get a little fumbly. They, ideally, they take on a pillowy. You know, if you're eating words for breakfast like I used to, and I still wish I could, you know, that's one thing. But at bedtime, you don't, you know, you don't want, you don't want to consume your words. You want to, you know, snuggle up with them. You know, the, the, and if you're, you see, you want me to snuggle up with the words that you're drooling out of your mouth. And I'd say, no, 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 I'm like, no, that's for a different, you're, you're, you're mixing your metaphors, believe it or not. And the, you're doing that one part of your brain. Okay, great. So if you're new here, here's, here's what, uh, let me see if I can reset This podcast is meant to take your mind off of stuff, uh, and distract you. And again, every once in a while I like to do this We're, while I was just, uh, I, I bet you could, could picture me in a bit, but you know, you say, what does Scooter look like, uh, a grandfather or a, uh, you see, okay, never mind. Just picture a grown man and a grown, a grown ma'am, a grown man in his bib. Uh, you know, th- that's all you got to do. You see, and while you were doing that, were you thinking about any of the stuff that was keeping you awake? You know, cause that's my distraction power. But the thing is, obviously you say, okay. I can't, and this is a common reaction, so I'm not pointing anyone at him, I'm not pointing you out. You say, is he serious about these word bibs, or is he joking? And a, a seasoned listener would say, he doesn't know. Scooter doesn't know. We, we, we don't know. We've been, I listened to 400 episodes, and I still don't know if he listens to Knox or not. And I would say, exactly, I don't know. I'd say, this may be viable, this word bib idea. But first, I got to get you to sleep. Obviously, I got to, you know, proof is in the pudding. I think there's pudding in my. How about some word pudding? I mean, they got alphabet soup, and then you got great. You got your great puddings. Other than your straight puddings, you have your puddings with uh, stuff in them. You got rice pudding, and you have tapioca pudding. Well, why the hell can't we have word pudding, huh? I mean, it's kind of super, this podcast is like 40% word pudding. But anyway, so the podcast is meant to take you, but you clearly don't take me seriously. I mean, no doubt, you know, no doubt about it. And, but you don't need to greet me with any skepticism either, because it's like, I'm just here to take your mind off stuff, be a little goofy. Uh, mostly I'm here because I've suffered in the deep dark night. I've lied there. And stared at the ceiling, and my thoughts have taken root. And uh, one ways that that I got through those times was listening to stuff that would take my mind off of it, it distract me. And so, if you'll let me, if if I can earn your trust, and, and believe me, I know it'll take a few times if I can do it. Uh, but if I can, I'd be honored to to, to to distract you. So, so what we'll do here tonight is uh, this is a Sunday night show, so we're going to be talking. 
Now, if you don't watch these shows, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do a story uh, based on some Spanish and some English words I tried to use based on the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then we'll do a recap of an episode of a Colombian version of the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. But again, it'll just be like a little story, and you, you say you, you can you can kind of follow it and, and whatever. Then I'll recap the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. But again, in a story, you know, a, a way that's uh, mostly spoiler and sense free. But you're under no obligation to listen. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here at least an hour. And I'll be doing my best to kind of be like light entertainment, like the freaking food you could get on a plane. Now you say, I'm freaking hungry. And they say, well, we have a light snack for a 10.99. They say, what is it? It's a tuna fish. You say, why the hell are you serving tuna fish sandwich on a plane? That doesn't make any, anyway, sorry. I don't know where that came from. I guess they had a great, like a, a gripey part of me just burst out there. But, but so, but it, my job is to counteract all that uh, with like light entertainment or light snack. You know, I'm I'm not even a light snack, clearly. So that's it. Uh, I guess that's uh, all I have to say. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you coming and trying this and overcoming some skepticism. And I'm gonna do my best uh, to 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 help you fall asleep because that's what I like uh, strive and yearn to do. All right, let's, let's, let's keep the train moving. All right, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create... Uh, I guess you like cultivate. I guess that's a better word. I just saw that one. I'm going to cultivate a safe place here. And what I mean by cultivate is, uh, well, we'll talk about the cultivation side, I guess, you know, as I look it up, as I talk here. Uh, but what's the safe place? Safe place is, is a place, uh, you know, a place, a place where places overuse. It's a place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical sensations, like emotional turbulence, emotional, you know, feel emoting, uh, things, you know, dust motes. That's another thing that's kept me up at night more than once. Uh, sentient dust motes, uh, people making list lists or people listing things. A tossing and turning, like, uh, you know, thinking. Did I say thinking? I did. Internal noises, external noises, partner snoring, whatever it is. It could be any anything else. It could be, but ideally it's relatable because it's keeping you awake. And you know what? I know that sucks because uh, I've been there. That's why I make this show. And that's why I send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, with the goal of, uh, you know, distracting you or aiding your crossing over into the arms of Morpheus. And it's, it, I guess that's the cultivation of safe places. Like, okay, I might not know exactly what you're dealing with, what's keeping you up at night. Uh, but ideally, I could relate to it. I say, well, geez, like, uh, 
when you can't sleep, you can't fall asleep or you can't get a good night's sleep or you go, you say, man, ugh. And I can't say I totally understand, but I can relate because I've been there even this week. And, uh, like, I guess that's why, like, it's my honor that I've been doing the show for a little while now, three, just about three years. And the show's kind of changed over the while, but the whole idea of the show was, why, why don't we have, why don't grownups get bedtime stories? What a ripoff, I, I used to say uh, before this podcast. And they say, well, why don't you listen to the kids' uh, bedtime stories? And they say, well, show, you know, get somebody over here to tell me one, and I'll listen to them. And then I made some calls, and, you know, they said, well, that's just, I'm not, you know, I'm not telling you. And I said, okay. They said, then I said, then I, okay, let's be honest. I, and then I uh, masqueraded as a, I think it was a, you know, so many times I masquerade as university researchers. I'm sorry, university researchers, I've given you such a bad name. I don't think it was his anthropology. I think it was. I said, yes, this is uh, Dr. Jones calling. Is this the Bedtime Story Institute? And they said, oh, yes, it is. Uh, how can we have a be- happy bedtime to you? I said, well, you know, my research tells did a strange man call earlier and ask to have a personal bedtime story? Oh, he did. We told him to call 1-900-BEDTIME-STORY. Oh, do, do they charge for that? Oh, they do, but, but, but you know, that, that would give him a bedtime story. Okay, but you're an institute, so it must be free, right? Oh, it is for children. Okay, well, I, you know, I'm doing this research. I'm, I'm in the anthropology department over here at Big U. Oh, Big U, what's that? It's the university, you know, the big university here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm working on a, a thesis, uh, graduate, yeah, doctoral thesis. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, it's about bedtime stories, believe it or not. That's why I'm calling the Bedtime Story Institute. Oh, well, doctor, that is... Uh, you're doing bedtime story research. Yes, I, as a matter of fact, I am. I had it. I've looked through. You know, uh, do you mind if I read you the beginning? Since the eons of time, human beings have craved a narrative. Narrative during the day, with an equal amount of narrative at the night. Oh, doctor, I, I believe I'm. I, I drifted off there. Oh, you know, I'm working on a theory that adults could use bedtime stories, too. Oh, well, that'd be for for adults. Who would who would read adult an adult bedtime story? Well, I don't know if you'd read it. You'd tell it to you. You'd craft it. You'd uh, you'd you'd give them a bedtime story. Oh, doctor, uh, that's cutting edge research you're doing there. I don't know if we. Uh, it's interesting to tell adults bedtime stories. You know, Doctor, it'd be nice, but I just don't think it's realistic. Why isn't it realistic? Uh, if I can't get the Bedtime Story Institute to help me with my research, are you refusing my request? Well, Doctor, you haven't made a request. Oh, well, I was going to request a bedtime story uh, for research purposes. Well, Doctor, I'm afraid we'd have to say, no, we, we do children's bedtime stories for children here at the Bedtime Story Institute. 
Yeah, but isn't it past children's bedtime right now? Uh, Children around the world. Oh, well, how how do you deliver these bedtime stories to children? Oh, by audio tape. We we, we do it by audio tape. Okay, well, could you send me an audio tape? Well, doctor, are you a child? Uh, no, I'm not, I've got a child. I've got a child living, you know, in my heart. A young child, oh, so young. Uh, doctor, I have to go. The idea of it—it'd be nice, but I just don't think you're being realistic. Goodbye. So that—that's how my attempted research went to be. So that's what led to the podcast. And this is, so yeah, it's exactly what happened. And then the next day, I said, "Well, Doctor Jones." Uh, no, I think the not line from me is no love for you, doctor. No bedtime story for you, Doctor Jones. And then I said, uh, "Oh boy, if a fake ant- if a fake anthropologist can't call a fake bed- bedtime story institute and get a bedtime story, what hope is there for the rest of the sleepless adults in the world?" And that's when lightning struck. And, you know, my personality divided once again. And I said, huh, well, what if uh, this part of me said, hey, what about me? My name's Scoots. I tell bedtime stories to everybody. And I said, what is that accent? Is that a regional accent? I'm not familiar with that. You live inside me with that accent? No, I could change my accent. I could just do this accent. Okay, so you're telling me you tell bedtime stories to grown-ups and you live inside me. That's so convenient. Yeah, actually... I was pretending to be Dr. Jones. I, I, I figured that would uh, start your heroic quest to tell bedtime stories. Well, my heroic quest ended in failure. They rejected me, and I gave up. Oh, well, I think you should keep going with this and, and do bedtime. And so then, this is, this, is, this is not how the podcast came to be, but it, you know, it kind of sums it up. With what I, I think that took me eight minutes to say what I, the thing was, I said, why isn't there any bedtime stories for grownups? You have to repurpose, you know, you could repurpose good podcasts or you could listen to audio books or you could listen to Bob Ross or other stuff. And I said, what, what the heck? And, and I said, this is, this is, it's, you know, this is people like bedtime stories. What can I, I so, oh boy. I, I don't know. I think I got too, I drifted too off. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking about putting on my uh, tweed jacket and heading out into the night. But if you're new here or you've been here a while or whatever, this, this is the deal. I, I, I know what it's like not to be able to sleep. And if I can help you, can't help everybody. But if I can help you out either to, to put you to sleep, uh, distract you as you drift off, put you back to sleep if you wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, keep you asleep. Some people just listen to the podcast all night. Uh, keep you company. That, that's I get to that one. Or you know, I guess with keeping you company, some people now, you know, listen to podcasts either distract them during the day or as background. I'm happy to be background noise. I'll tell you what qualifies me to make a sleep podcast. I'm happy to be background noise. I'm the white fan of podcasts. Is that what they call it? White noise. White fan. Holy Freudian slip. Uh, yeah, but it, like, uh, I'm the white noise of podcasts, and, and it would be my honor uh, to, uh, to, to, to just be, be the buzzing noise that you barely hear. 
but, but that's my last point is I'll be here the whole time giving it my all. So if you can't sleep or it takes you a little while, hopefully I could, you know, make you, uh, you know, barely smile, get giggle. And then you know, we call bore giggles around, around here, these parts, we call them board giggles, bore giggles or board giggles. Uh, I guess that's my point. So, so I make this podcast tonight. We're talking about, uh, Tonight's a metastasis news episode. So up gumming here, well, up gumming, up gumming. It's like my my mouth is gumming. Um, uh, coming up here, we'll do the housekeeping. Then we'll have a Spanish story, which means uh, I'll use the Spanish words from the metastasis news, which is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And I'll make a little story as I try to learn Spanish, not to make fun of Spanish. You know, if there's any fool, it's me. Uh, and also genuinely trying to learn through this method, which has probably been proven, you know, ineffective. But it's great for story meanders. Then I'll talk about the episode of Metastas News. I'll run through that of what I learned and what I could infer. And then we'll talk about the cor- corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. Everything sanitized for bedtime. And, you know, then we'll wrap it up with some thanks and good nights. So I'll be here right around an hour, probably more. You want to set your sleep timer? Go ahead and set it now for 60 minutes. Actually, set it for 40 minutes, 45 minutes now. Uh, but I guess that's it. You know, this podcast, it, uh, you're not under any pressure to listen. You're not under any pressure to fall asleep. Take your time. You know, settle in, pull up the covers, press play. That's what I always say. You know, the other thing I always say is, is I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. I'm glad you took the courage or the risk or overcame the skepticism to give this a shot. You know, because it's just, if I could be in service to you, if this thing I make, uh, and I goof around doing it, but I take it very, very seriously too, I can help you out be, be beyond an honor for me. So I'm glad you're here. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Thanks for coming by. Hey, you have only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, like uh, like emotions, uh, physical sensations, uh, you're, you're a soundly sleeping partner. I mean, oh boy. Uh, external noises, changes in your routine, travel, uh, being so tired you can't sleep. That's one recent one. Or waking up because bra- when, when you're asleep, your brain's still thinking. That's another one. Those two, I, those are uh, those are just compl- complaining. Uh, podcasters complaining about their own sleep problems. Um, subconscious, you know, subconscious desires hijacking your podcast intro. That'll be keeping me up later. Thanks. But whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna send my voice. Uh, across the deep dark night here, I'm going to use uh, creaky dulcet tones. I thought I came up with oh, su- meandering superpowers. I definitely will be using meandering superpowers and superpowered meanders. 
Uh, those two are new, those are new words for something I've been doing for 500, 400 and something episodes. Now, I don't think actually, let's, let's be honest. You know, I didn't just acquire, I mean, okay, the, the, the base, the base level of meandering superpowers at some point, I guess I was, I did acquire them, you know, by a combination of, uh, well, it's interesting, but, but uh, I honestly don't think the podcast hit, like, uh, it said meandering medi- mediocrity powers, like, well, that's, that's an internal critic. Did you just hear that? Who uses mediocrity other than that lovely internal critic that gets right in bed with us, right up close? And that, be- that, that part, for me, it's like, okay, I'm just snuggling, and then my internal critic moves over. I'm going to move over a little closer. Well, what will you say? Well, why? I don't think we like each other. Well, yeah, I'm just going to move closer here. He said, well, this is my part of the bed here, critic. Okay, I'm just going to move right in under here. Wait a second. Are you trying to move over to my side of the bed to get me to move? Is this a, is this a territorial thing? Are you trying? You know I'm going to move away from you because I don't like, uh, you know, I, you know, I have intimacy issues, but it, like in, the internal into intimacy is it? I just you did you said intimacy with too many syllables there. Well, good thing you're snuggled right up against me because you know I'm not comfortable with internal intimacy. I don't even think either one of us is pronouncing it correctly. Critic, it's intimacy, intimacy or intimacy. Uh, but anyway, excuse me, uh, critic in you know my own bed. Uh, so if you're new here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, do a long intro. Now, if you need to skip the intro, some people the intro doesn't work for it, and that's fine. I put the uh, story start time there in the show notes, and it also should be in your podcatcher. So, and I just written on Reddit. You know, that's a perfectly acceptable use of the podcast. You just uh, skip ahead. Or you could set your, you know, you you can skip the intro if it's not for you. But, you know, give it a couple tries to find out if it is. Also on Monday and Wednesday right now, we have Sleep to Strange that comes out. Those are shows with no intros. That's a separate podcast feed in iTunes or your podcatcher. You know, but this is the best way to get to know me because obviously you got to trust. You know, if you're going to listen to this podcast, I have to earn your trust. And I know how precious that is. Uh and believe it or not, I'm the one person that earns trust by, uh, I guess, by me. You say there's the mediocrity. My critics just sat right up in bed. They said, Did you talk about earning people's trust? Because I got criticized first before you earn any trust. And they say, No, 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 critic. You're not familiar with the, the paradoxical dynamics of making a sleep podcast. And this, so that just confused my critic. It'll be like about, I got about four or five minutes here where I could talk directly to you. The lovely person putting me in their ears or putting me close to their ears. I appreciate it. But yeah, that's the, what did I say? The paradoxical, then it made that up, but it's true. Uh, I'm going to win your trust by, by like letting it, uh, or at least letting your attention in like, uh, all, I guess my vocabulary. So, uh, <laughs> that wasn't even meant as a joke. You believe that? I don't know. Let's just be honest. My brain's gummed up. Sometimes it's working really fast, and then you say, then it just starts, you know, doing that thing where you say, okay, it's not doing anything right now. I say, well, it's running. It's just not running efficiently. 
but my inefficiencies and my distractions and my like uh, a goof goof goofability. You see, is he, is he, does Scooter have an affability? No, he doesn't know what that means. But he has a goofability. He has. Did did, did 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 I tell you I have meandering superpowers now? Right around episode two eighty, I'd say that's when those kicked in. I'd say right around the birdbath episode, which was even later. That was in the late three hundreds. That's when I said, "Ooh, I got superpowers from meanders now." But, but I want to win your trust by losing your attention. I guess that's it. That's that sounds like a poly- I want to win your trust by losing your attention. Like that. That's my you know my platform here. So here's what I'm gonna do. The intro intro is gonna you know I'm gonna try to eat up like four or five minutes explaining what the podcast is, making you feel comfortable and welcome, because I'm glad you're here. And I know if you've been struggling to fall asleep or to get back to sleep, or you're going through a tough time, the reason I make this podcast because I've been there. I know how it feels to be there, lying there. Uh, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but, 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 you know, cause I know how it feels and it sucks. And it can also hurt the next day when you tell people and then they don't get it. You say, yeah, you say, this is, don't do this either, but we say we get to work and they say, man, you look awful. And you say, well, now it just, now you just managed to make me feel worse. Thank you. But well, why do you look so terrible today? Uh, do you want me to, do you want a sarcastic answer or a real answer? I'd prefer that you just accept my, uh, uh, you know, va- what is that? Illusion of caring where I just told you you look terrible. That's why I show I care. And now I'm going to go on with my day. I don't really want. You say, well, can't we maintain this illusion for five more seconds? You say, okay, sure. Why, why do you look so terrible today? I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't sleep. I just tried going to sleep. Yeah, I did. Actually, I did. That's why I couldn't fall. I couldn't fall asleep. Well, there's your problem right there. You don't fall asleep. You you set up a routine, a rigorous routine, and that enables sleep. Did you enable? Did you enable sleep, or did you cause your own sleep issues? Said, well, I don't know. I just lied down. I was having trouble falling asleep. In and now I'm never good. tonight. will be because I'm gonna be thinking about how I look today at work. Oh geez, when you know when I'm when my my aunt Matilda couldn't sleep, she would do five hundred push-ups. Did you try doing five hundred push-ups? He said, "Believe it or not, no, I did not." But one time, when me and my brother couldn't sleep on Christmas Eve, we had a sit-up contest, and then on, on Christmas Day, I couldn't get out of bed because I I was so sore. Okay. Anyway, I got to get back to work because you, you are you're just like everybody says at work. You're an odd man. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, won't be sleeping again, I guess. And that was kind of like a, a fake version. But, you know, when someone says, well, why don't you, you know, why don't you drink some milk? It kind of hurts because we want to be seen and say, wow, uh, uh, I don't know, or whatever they, the terms are, disregard, I don't know, misunderstood or I mean, I guess the thing is, like, I, I can't, I, I don't feel your pain, and I don't totally understand the pain you have, but I can relate to it. I guess that's what I'm saying uh, is behind this podcast, and why I'm glad you're here, why I've worked, uh, you know, 7,000 hours or so making this show for the past three years. And at some point, they said, well, these this, these meanders are getting, you know, they went from being low-powered meanders 
to goop out. They say, well, are you a guru? No, I'm a, goo, I'm a goo brain, not a guru. I've got goo in my brain. So for a while I had goo-based super, goo-based meanders. And at some point they became uh, super-powered meanders. And I guess that's bragging. Uh, you know, so I guess that was a bit, That'll come up later for me at bedtime. Wait, why'd you brag on the podcast about your meanders? Who does? Who brags about meanders? Uh, but contextually, that, this is a good thing. It just needs kind of. Well, on the podcast, uh, having superpowered meanders is a pretty pretty useful thing because I'm trying to help other people fall asleep. Now I know my internal critic might not get that, but you know they're just doing the best they can too to criticize me. Uh, so that I'll be better equipped to deal with tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all your hard work, uh, internal critics. So, but, but basically what I'm saying is I'm glad you're here. You know, I can't, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know, it, it might not uh, work for you, but I hope it does. Give it a few tries. See if I can win your trust over, because I take it ser- seriously, uh, very seriously. And what we got coming up tonight, we're going to be talking, first we're going to have uh, the housekeeping, and then I'll do a story based on an episode from Metastas News, uh, the Colombian Spanish language version, a shot for shot remake of Breaking Bad. So I'll do a, a story based on some of the Spanish words I tried to learn from an episode. Won't be, it's not making fun of Spanish or anything, it's just a, a like a, a meander, it's a way to make a meandering story, and I was try, I'm trying to learn Spanish. Then we'll do a recap of the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll do a recap of the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. All of it will be, you know, uh, sanded down so it's nice and smooth and, you know, bedtime. I'm bedtime savvy, so I try to keep, you know, I won't, I won't try to stir anything up for you. And then we'll do some thank yous and some good things. So the podcast should be rolling for, you know, hour, hour and 10 minutes here. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep right away. You know, just kick back and kind of listen. Let me take your mind off stuff. And then you just forget what, you know, you say, well, see, he's not really. And then you drift off into dreamland. And if I can help you, it'd be my honor uh, to, to be, to, you know, to be straight. If I can win your trust over. Or if you, you decide to, 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 you know, whatever. I guess you're already in your ears. You got this internal critic is up on my, you know. So I'm glad you're here. And really help. I really yearn to help you fall asleep.